This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of the Salt for Why Only Friends podcast. Why'd you I'm get a, so sad? I almost said vlogcast, I had to oh. catch myself. Oh. Uh, Moment of silence we, for the vlogcast. We are here, day 43 of the WSOP. The days are ticking, man. I am a little confused. I thought that the World Series ended on the final day of the main event. Mm -mm. Is, is that not true? That is not true. I just looked <laughs> at this yesterday. There is an event that starts on the last day of the main event, which goes three more days. Is it the 5K Turbo? It's the, um, it's the Tournament of Champions oh. event. But that's right. like closer. Yeah. yeah. That's a free roll. How and does that, that tournament work? Uncle Corey will be in there for yeah, sure. Yeah, Uncle Corey. Anyone mm -hmm. who won a ring or bracelet, right? Yeah. 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 If you want, uh, I don't know if it's bracelet. So but if for sure you're rings. winner, you're allowed in. So if you're yeah. winner and not a loser, correct, you will be in there. None of us will be in there. Shout yes, out to Corey. Another losers. final table. There's no Mr. Corey. Just Corey. Is, when is Corey's course coming out? I know. Soon. Very soon. <laughs> Seriously, uh, there's no winners and losers, man. There's just winners and then the people that aren't them. Yeah, that's fair. That's, those are the losers, and that's us. <laughs> I, I think that uh, as, as much as Corey is probably happy to win 35000 he is probably very sad. Yeah, yeah. I was sweating it. it, it yeah. Was, he went out in a double knockout. Yeah. Mm. I walked in literally as he was busting. Yeah. And uh, I could just see the blood draining from his face. It's mm -hmm. so... Honestly, I think what it is, is, is like, it's a tough field. Uh, he's able to find... So we're talking about the 3,300 3, uh, 3, online high roller bracelet. yesterday. Um, good news is I'm guessing he probably satellited in. And he did cash seventh place for 35K. Yep. Bad news is first place was 340,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much money. So it's like... It's already it's, top heavy. You're so close to the 300. You're so yeah, you're close. six people away. Yeah. And also, it's uh, it's so top heavy. Like it's rare that first place is 10x seventh place. Usually, it's 10x ninth place. Yeah. You know, so it's like he didn't even really get his just dues. Seventh should have been worth like 50k. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a double. It's a double thing where it's like so fucking close. This kid's made so many bracelet final tables I online. Know. I know. This is his second this year. Second this online. Year. Yep. He made, he got two second place last WSOP online last year mm -hmm. uh, during the summer. So that's four online bracelet events where he final tabled. Plus, he just, uh, him and Jamie got runner up this year uh, in the tag team event. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jamie. Summer. She got sixth simultaneously yeah. in the 1K circuit event mm -hmm. for 21K. Man, playing all this live is. <laughs> Here it comes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just mean like I haven't played any online this entire summer, which is why you're having an existential crisis. Yes. Yeah, there's a big energy change well, from the beginning of WSOP to the end of WSOP. Yeah, he, he had a he had a full blown meltdown yesterday mm -hmm. when Christian and, the, and I had him convinced that the sim is a lot. <laughs> we tried to warn him like beginning of the summer. Dan O'Brien sent him a nice message. Yeah. You know, yeah, saying, hey man. Listen, if you had just took his advice, you'd probably feel fine right now. Oh, there he is. <laughs> when it says it's a hand history with blind versus blind, he just runs it with 6-3 off versus Prince. Like, Prince. And Prince just has, you know, the house. And he goes, Solver likes my lie. <laughs> it does. Uh, you gotta bluff something. Why can't you just lose with dignity oh, and respect? 
Do you, do you really have to bluff into that full house only range? I mean, we don't, I don't know, know if it's full house only. No, nah, but we know he probably doesn't fold ace high either. <laughs> you know, it's like when you're when you're counting on these mixed frequency folds to come through, and they just don't. Who knows what he has? Who knows, indeed? Who knows? You, you know, know who, who would knows? never bluff like that? Huh? You know who would never bluff like that? Who? Brian. You're correct. The, the tortoise, tortoise would have lost no. one big blind in exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would have checked his he option, missed the flop, gave up. You yeah. know when I bluff? <laughs> when I know they're gonna fold. Right. That's right. <laughs> so that, never. That's why. He, that's why no one thinks he bluffs because it always works. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's right. That's true. Nobody exactly. knows. My Mark, you're dressed up really nice today. It's yeah, a day three. Why, why are you dressed up so this, nice this today, Mark? This is Berkey? day three attire, baby. Hey. We, did we did it. We did it. Well, yo, you rip your those jeans yourself or what? Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the journey is not over. I don't. I didn't even really want to talk about it to be honest. I know, uh, but we had to. Like, you know, is this is this an emotional thing? You don't want to like jinx it or something? Why you know, you uh, honestly, it's it's a weird. It's a weird. I, I don't really know how to talk about this. <laughs> I was gonna play. I was gonna come in and play the whole bit of like, the World Series is great. Everything is on. <laughs> but I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even sell myself on it. Uh, I think that with each passing year and every deep run and final table that you make. It becomes more another byproduct of the job, I guess. Like winning this tournament would mean the world to me, but also at the same time, uh, I don't have the same pie-eyed, uh, warped look warped for sense of reality. Know, uh, it's the twenty-five hundred uh, bracelet event. Twenty-two left. Yeah. Yes. Berkey has. Do we have I the chip counts up? Chips. Uh, Guapo. Yeah, yeah, if you can get that. Uh, right now, you're second in chips. Yeah. Five milli. 5.4, I think. Down uh, from your peak, right? You were at like six. No, they just misreported. Oh, unfortunate. Uh, I, I, no, very fortunate. I bagged peak. Oh, yeah. That's, that's hard to do. Yeah. That's very oh, hard wow. to do. Uh, I'm trailing only the cocksucker Miskowski. <laughs> uh, yep. It's a battle of the balls. What's his full name? Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's his full name. name. That's his, uh, his, his birth, game, okay. birth name. His birthright. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have the same... Uh, misconceptions of how much control I have any longer. That's because you're two of 22. You're not two of two. You know, like there's right, no full but, tournament to be played. Yeah. Yeah, but there, I've, I've been in this spot a lot and expected to win. Yeah. And That's honestly, like, I don't, I don't know which one's better because in the past, I've come into the situation fully expecting to win and almost always final tabled and, you know, finished in a top four, top five slot. What do the short stacks look like right now, Guapo? Sorry. Going back. They're probably uh, somewhere between like 10 to 20 bigs. Yeah, I think yeah, the shortest so. stack has like 10. Yeah, so uh, we come back to 60k big blinds. So oh, nine blinds, 10 blinds, yeah, uh, and 15 blinds. So you're all, you're under blind. 10 big blinds behind CSM. Yeah, yeah. I gotta just bust a shorty. Yep. I have a good table draw too. Uh, yeah, everything is everything is aligning for things to go well for me. That that frightens me more than actually being in the spot. Uh, I'd much rather have things work against me. Well, when you're younger, you had more entitlement. Now you're older, you have more expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good you know way. I mean? Like when you're younger, you're like, oh, like, of course I'm going to win. I deserve to win. Yeah. Right. I'm better than everyone. Yeah, but just yeah. like it's days have passed, I'm going to be down there on the rail with beers. <laughs> with your glasses. So whoever wants to come down and, you know, have some beers and I scream really loudly and inappropriately. Come on down. He, he, goes, on. he goes, on a scale of 1 to 10, how drunk do you want me to get today? <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring back these. Uh, you got to bring these out of the... Oh, oh maybe I should. That's a, that's a true no, friend. These are, yes. Yes. These are his drunk phase has 
mostly left him. I mean, mm -hmm. he reserves it for very special occasions. Exactly. This followed by a night of karaoke is going to oh, be the one man. where he just blacks the fuck out. Uh -huh. uh, Are you going to bring back the be, Wolverine? I, we should have the tortoise like vlog, do a little vlog for us. Oh, I love that. Well, well, I would say we should have him live stream whenever we get to the final table, but that's too much technology for him. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be on the rail going, how's have, this goddamn Instagram <laughs> yeah, live working eight his beers face deep? Instead like, of the actual thing. <laughs> He thinks he's recording, but it's just like him on Instagram actually not pressing a button. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Uh, Michelle! Michelle, how does this fucking thing work? <laughs> he's just FaceTiming Michelle. Uh, oh man, that'd be great. Um there are good. We're super excited for you though. Like I am over the moon. I I, I can't believe this is happening. It's I, I really I can't. can't. It's funny because he's very excited and I'm very realistic. I feel nothing, and yeah, that, that I, kind good. of worries me. No, that's, that's where I'm at. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. No, that's I'm not sure it is. That's when you play your best, though. I don't know if that's true. Th that is definitely true. When um, you don't care at all, yeah. that's when you play your best. Apathy is the king of rational decisions. Yes, you're right. It is the king of rational decisions. But I would make a, a slightly compelling argument that emotional decisions, uh, especially this late, are kind of good to be in touch with. Why? Yeah. Because everybody else is generally going to be operating on some spectrum of emotion. Now, don't get me wrong. The Germans remaining in the field, I think there's two of them, are probably a one on that scale. Okay. But we are human, so like some emotional investment in every decision does exist. Okay. And when you're, when you're kind of like present and tapped into your own uh, emotional bias... It also allows you, I think, to, to kind of understand and pick up on the emotional biases of others. Yeah. Mm. So you don't find yourself in a spot where you have like a zero EV bluff catcher and flick it in because you think like, oh, this guy's competent, only to realize later that this is the biggest stage he's ever been on and he just has zero bluffs in this note. Right. Right. Is like, this where you start asking your opponents like their tournament history? Like, is this yeah. a, like, like how big is like you kind of gauge how big of a tournament it is for them? Right. Like, yeah, do you yeah. play online? Like, do you play live tournaments at all? And they're like, Oh, like, like, this is the first live tournament I ever played. It's like, okay, this guy ain't bluffing river. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Just start, you start finding out some things. I should do more of the, the standard research where some you, like, research. where you look into everyone's hand and mob and try to figure out. Does that really matter? I mean, it does in the yeah. sense of live experience, but I don't think it does in the sense of, like, ability. Yeah, because, like, like if there's you look a bunch at... of French guys left that I'm going to look, and their hand right. and mob is going to be, like, $12. Exactly. But it's obvious to me there that they play well. There are a bunch of French well. guys left. Like yeah, half the, the field is like the French and the Japanese squads came in in full this yeah. year, and they've been showing out. Uh, yeah, Starcraft guy won a bracelet. Yeah, do you know uh, who Starcraft guy? Yeah, excuse me. I don't yellow know. Yellow one. Thank you very yeah, yeah. much. Yeah, that's not racist. Just I know his name's know. Yellow. His name's Yellow. What? Okay, so who is he? Like he he was one of the. So there are two. I'm glad I remember Starcraft. <laughs> two huge <laughs> players back in the day of Starcraft Brood War. This is Starcraft One. Okay. And one was Boxer. He was known as like the most um, creative person ever to have played. Now, this is back before, you know, the Sovereign Solver. era almost of, of Starcraft Brood War. But he was one of the most creative persons in all of Brood War. And yeah. Yellow was his rival Ooh. the whole time. So Yellow was just, he was also creative, but I would say just like overall solidly mechanical player. Uh huh. And he. Both of those uh, guys, Slayer's Boxer and Yellow, made the transition into poker, and they're both doing really well now. Wow, sick. Uh, what I event think, did he win? I think Yellow the just won. Hall of Fame. Oh, Valley. that's right. Yeah. Yellow just won uh, like a Venetian a couple days ago, too. Wow. Really? So wow, he just fire. won that, and now he won his first bracelet. Cool. Pressure. Yeah. 
And if you notice, um, one Mr. Conrad Simpson oh. is not here. Hold on, I have to vamp is real he? quick because because uh, okay. we're looking up yellow. Well, while you do that, I shout out you. to Colin Roundtree who just hit us with a five dollar super chat. We appreciate oh. it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Much obliged. Where does this money go? Um, we get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, YouTube takes their YouTube cut. YouTube takes their little piece. <laughs> yeah, I think of Conrad. Has I think the... I think we get like three dollars of the five. Oh, so Conrad takes all the money. No, yeah, Con yeah. yeah Conrad has all. He's taking care of it, making sure it goes into the bank. So yeah. what happens uh -huh. is when they mail us a check. Uh, this is ridiculous that that's what they do, by the way. <laughs> and I, ha I still haven't gone to the mailbox. We have like ten thousand dollars worth of checks in the mailbox. Uh, which we should probably get those cash. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's time. Yeah. We really but, have 10,000? No. Uh, we've made 15K this year. Wow. Yeah, I'm shocked too. We're killing it. Yeah, we're averaging like 2K a month since we started the pod. That's not bad. Really paying the bills, boys. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. split seven ways. Okay. <laughs> no, really all we're doing is paying for thumbnails. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, now the super chats are rolling what in. About Shout Guapo out to. Now? Wait, what? Guapo's not getting paid. I thought you were paying him. I'm not paying him. I'm not yes. paying him. I thought you were paying no, him. No, no. paying Guapo? Guapo, you're just here. He's Con working for free? Conrad will pay you. <laughs> Conrad will pay you off the tab. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Guapo, we'll put it on the tab. We'll put it on Conrad's tab. Yeah, those super chat, uh, they those they go straight to paying off Conrad's tab. So <laughs> yeah. keep going. rolling in. Please help. Uh, shout <laughs> out to Mario. Oh, if you're not even helping us at this point, you're only helping Conrad. Shout out to Mario Georgiev. Thanks, guys. Please, this is for Guapo. Thank you, Mario. <laughs> Mario is a repeat offender. He, Speaking, he always, look, look, he always wait, sends uh, while, while we're paying the bills, uh, Guapo, why don't you why don't you hit him with that uh, preview we have of this week's on second thought uh, to run you through the hand breakdown? It was Landon versus uh, Nate. Nate Gust. Or, sorry, that's Seriously. our production guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Nate Sierski, uh, former Academy uh, attendee, blind on blind battle. We'll just let the video do the talking. Blind vs. Blind in No Limit Hold'em is a unique island that rarely presents itself elsewhere in game dynamics. The beauty of this spot is that the lack of intimate knowledge of correct frequencies leads to a lot of street poker. I'm gonna float with devious intentions here. Two ranges, both wide, where both players are defaulting back to their game theory pillars in order to try to intuit a strategy on the fly. In other words, mistakes will be made. Uh, yeah, I don't know guys, guess we're just not gonna win any pots today. I could say that without a shadow of a doubt, this proved to be the most exploitative hand by both parties that we have ever examined on On Second Thought. If you guys are interested in more On Second Thought or Poker Out Loud, head over to solveforwide.io. Uh, honestly, like that's that's one of my favorite pieces of content that that I create for the site. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, shout out to Lily Newhouse. She said Melissa needs a coffee. Don't let my five dollars go to Conrad. Lily. <laughs> hey, Lily. That's right. I do need a coffee. So, my Diet Coke. <laughs> everybody's everybody's saying like they want a refund if it's going to Conrad's tab. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no, it well, makes so sense. It'll just go into the abyss. It's yeah. never coming up. That's back true. Anywhere. It could be a coffee fund. It could be whatever we want. I mean, to indirectly, it is going to, me. supposed to get paid back. It's true. It's true. If you well, guys, you know what? Maybe you will because Conrad is in day two of the seven seven. Dude, if seven yes. wins seven seven seven. Seven seven seven. Will that pay off the tab? Seven seven. God no. It'll be close. Like seven hundred seventy-seven thousand no. dollars. I'll, I'll tell you what. It, uh, no, it's it's in excess of the tab, obviously. But <laughs> hopefully, is, is it obvious? Well, no, it's not obvious. But what should actually happen is that uh, if Conrad wins the seven 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 seven, when that he should keep seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven dollars. Give me the rest. Yes. To 
put in safekeeping for but him. This happened last time, and then he he asked for it back. In I think like a I think days. I'm honestly gonna hold him down, seize the money, and create a trust fund for him. This is hilarious that he owes <laughs> you so much money, and you're good enough to just be like, I'm gonna hold it here for you. You're not paying off the top. I'm gonna hold it here for you, Conrad, yeah. because I know with this 7K, you're gonna enter a 5K and then <laughs> go. Yeah, this happened yeah. last time. You did. You did say you. Uh, well, I right? I wasn't very proactive about it. Uh, I just said like, yeah, I'll hold the money. And like a things. day later, he's like, give it all back. You're kind of <laughs> saying things you didn't really mean them. Yeah, I didn't realize how much responsibility <laughs> there was to keep someone like him in line with the six-figure role. I'm just like, I can't, man. I can't manage all these decisions. Oh my god. He's I, like, I, I, I want a car and I want to play. 10k and i want a girlfriend i'm gonna get married and oh, holy shit give me all my money back wait a minute because I, I can't i can't miss an episode this is what you guys are gonna do when i'm not here yes we do gaslight no. everybody who doesn't yeah. show up yeah. it's a real yeah. problem yep where's christian uh no no we got him yesterday okay. we got more super chat wow. shout out to Corey jean she said this one is for blind brian would have lost the 6-3 xx landon went bust with cheers all keep the pod coming the, the, he, it's not blind brian it's <laughs> this is for the one blind brian would have uh, lost <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was referencing the Versace shades <laughs> <Blind Brian. laughs> I, I thought it was the shades reference <laughs> No, no. So in that oh, hand, God. Brian probably would have lost the one big blind you already had invested. Uh, I lost everything but one big right, blind. Yes, of yeah. course. Uh, Jamin, shout out to him. He hit us Thank with $20. You. He came and railed me yesterday. And I just look at him and I go, bro, I cannot do it with this stash right now. He has this like creepy 70s porn stash <laughs> He's got the going. wings going. He didn't even realize he has it anymore. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, your fucking mustache, man. <laughs> Like what? What is this thing? Uh, he goes. He goes. I think I'm gonna trim it down and get the Hitler stash going. I go. You are gonna get canceled. He goes. I'm uncancelable. Oh my god. Amazing. Well, the uh, it's a thing now. Mustaches are in these are, days. Yeah. My nephew tried selling me on this. I I'm not know. buying it. I'm not into it. Like I've never been into a so solo stash. No. But it's like all these guys on like Honestly, the dating apps. They I think, all have mustaches. You know what it is? It's the Midwest trying to reclaim their position in in america yeah they're saying like you coasters have had too much time in the shine we're gonna come back we're gonna reclaim the mustache from the fucking hipsters out there i don't know if i saw that. one person with the mustache only and it looks good yuri yeah yuri yuri rocks the stash. Yuri rocks mm -hmm. the mustache only that i Travis agree with. from pigtails he's got one going no not not feeling it no. justin no. justin's pretty good with it justin young uh, he has full beard. Wait, he just, he oh, just, his facial hair is just always on point. No matter uh, what he does. Is... Except at Halloween when he shaves into an Amish beard. It looks so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Halloween? And honestly, like, every Halloween? He's one, he's, he's one of few people who, to me, just looks like non-human when he actually shaves his face bald. He does mm -hmm. it like once a year or so. And then his beard grows back in like 24 hours. Exactly. I think he just like snaps his fingers and then he has a full beard. It's wild, man. It's, it's so wild. Oh, man. I didn't even want to get into this. Uh, Salam hit us with a super chat. He said, can't wait for the Zhang tangent. Wow, thank you. Uh, I didn't really have one prepared. I don't want to bash the guy. Like, oh, of course everything not. We love he played his him, game, and that's, sometimes that happens. Everything we love about him is what led to his demise. Right, yeah. of course. Right? It's just like, what are we going to do? We're going to suddenly criticize he, that he didn't play GTO? He yeah. was either going to have a 3x chip lead over, the, over second place, or he was going to be out. Like, that's just how it was going to work. You know, when you live by the ladder. sword... Sometimes you die by the sword. That is a saying. But you respect the sword. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta give credit. And it was fun to watch. It was entertaining to watch. And, like, yeah. what else can you say? 
It's not like, like he was. Everyone's always gonna be the ones. It's like, oh man, like he like blew it or like made some like bad plays or whatever. But it's like most of the time when it's coming from like an armchair quarterback type of situation, the person talking about it never gets in that spot in the first place yeah. for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, Ever. here's the thing: like his t timing is everything. The day before, all of his his moves worked out. When he was bluffing, it got through. Yeah. When he had it, it got called. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't all the most calculated bluffs. Right. That eventually comes back to bite you. Like, when you're running it with red deuces on queen, queen jack, ten, eight, four, <laughs> three spades, Ugh. like, you know, you're going to run into the jack nine with the jack of spades some of the time. Yeah. yeah. And that's unfortunate. And, and honestly, it's just like, if he had been able to find, because I think he played the big stack better than anybody in the event. And I think that he, him and Rigby the year before really shine a light on this inflection stage yeah. between like 100 down to like 30. Right, like you can call it pressure. Like People the, are just yeah. shitting bricks during that phase. But like once you get down to like the 35, 30-ish mark, yeah, people are still careful, but it becomes a lot more polarizing. Everybody can see the finish line. Right. Uh -huh. Uh, so some really tighten up and just try to ladder. Yeah. And then others recognize like, well, we're still 30 people away from this mattering. Yeah. And I'm guaranteed a, a, a good payday already. Yeah. And, and there's like opportunities to chip up if everyone else at your It's so hard tight. to have that perspective. Especially I feel like that's well, when it's at, working, it's hard to switch gears back. Yeah. That's where right. you're at now with poker and tournaments. Like for yourself. I think so. Where you're 22. Where yeah. it's like, you know, this already happened and obviously like you want to win and like, Winning is nice, but at the same time, there's still people here, and there's still 22 people left in the tournament. Yeah, it's not it's not a final table yet, where it's like okay, every decision comes with a pay jump. Right, right. Here it's like pay jumps matter relatively in some situations, but what's more important is having the chips to be able to win and do something. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to. You, you really have calm. to find some sort of temperament between yeah. going way too hard and uh, going hard with some calculation. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk about well, Berkey's strategy. Especially, like, <laughs> I think that people downplay the amount that just taking the blinds down repetitively, like, adds up. And if you have a chip yeah. lead, like, that's how you, that's how chip leaders maintain their chip lead is by taking right, blinds down Right, because you don't really just steal blinds. There's, Big blind defends mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. And you still now... But in ICM, like, they fold a lot more than right. they would normally. So. Right, right, but what I'm getting at is, like, their defense is still largely weak. Yeah. So, like, you get to take down a right. slightly larger um, pot over Like, and any over. flop that favors you, it's just, like, snap fold. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of small, like, low-variance chipping up that happens during that time when people are, yeah. are too focused on themselves not busting. Right, right, yeah. I think he put on a masterclass of how to navigate the larger stack in that inflection stage. Uh, I also think he put on a masterclass of like how not to manage a middling stack. Yeah. But you know, that's, that that's comes the with game. the territory. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the, the game. game. What are we going like, to do? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be entertaining for five days on coverage for WCP. Loved, loved watching this guy. Loved yeah. watching Lococo. Uh, these guys are just gangster. Yeah. yeah. Rooting hard for them. Man, what a storyline it could have been if Corey and Lococo back to back, final back to back run it. Like, come on. Even just to make back-to-back -back deep runs is, like, so crazy. Yeah. Right? They both finished sub-100, right? Uh, yeah. Corey got, like, uh, I think 79th or 80th. Yeah, and Lococo got, like, 38th. 37th or 38th. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Damon Salas, still in the fucking still mix. in, yeah. Won the, won the Fugazi year, yeah. <laughs> if you will. Uh, final table got 7th. Was that back in... Was that 2011 when Phil Collins' final table no. Who was it? Damian Salas. He got, he got seventh. Maybe it was 2015. In the main event? Yeah. Yeah. Really? 
I didn't know that. Yeah. He got seventh, maybe like five or six, somewhere between five and ten the years ago. Musician? Yeah. Stop. Every time we say Phil Collins, it's the, maybe no, the musician. USC you Phil, can't though. be named Phil Collins and not be the musician. Well, okay. he is. His it, parents hate him, obviously. It's not his real name. It'd be like, there's it, one Phil Collins. Yeah, there's one Michael Jordan, but you know what? There's actually thousands yeah, of Michael B. Jordan. Michael. I would definitely go by Philip, though, if my name were Phil Collins. Philip C. I would go, go by, by yeah. I think I would but, go by Philip. Yeah. You got to separate yourself. Hmm. Like, like um, William Smith, who, who was in the main event, who busted yesterday. Oh. He was William Smith, not right. Will Smith. Right. Yeah, smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to Chad Hunter. Hit us with a super chat. He said, since you're all talking about the event topic, shout out to Seti for knocking out Zhang and playing his hand perfectly. He really did. Uh, for those of you guys who didn't catch it, I believe he flatted out the big blind with ace jack off, jack of clubs. Came jack four, five, two clubs. Zhang in there, mixing it up off of 20 with the 7-6-0. No club. C-bet, check raise, call, turn, six of clubs. Jam. YOLO. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yep. Uh, I thought that was one that he probably could have gotten away from, but, you know, whatever. Uh, thank you, Rick. Appreciated his with Super Chat. Thank you, so, thank you for the amazing wow. podcast. Man, you guys are the best. They all want to pay Guapo. <laughs> they what? They want to pay Guapo. They're doing a good job of it. <laughs> They're doing a very good job of it. Um, there was another story before we continue on with the main event stuff. I, I want to bring attention to this. Uh, and I don't have a ton to say about it just because I don't know exactly how the Caesars policy works yep. and how much control or influence WSOP has over this. Right. Um, but the man who dressed up as Jack Sparrow, which <laughs> by the way, like there's so much irony in this, uh, just in the sense of like the timing is not great. <laughs> like, Why? He, uh, Johnny Depp won. I get it. Yeah. But like, you know, I don't, it was for the mystery bounty. Yeah, they, yeah. Hired him they the hired bounty. him for the no, mystery I know, bounty. No, I know, I know, I know that. Yeah. I know that. But Pirates bounty. But like, it's a, I, it's a stretch to go from bounty to booty, and then we're you know, we're doing Jack Sparrow. It's, I, I don't, it's just the it's treasure a chest. chest. The it's like, let's get the treasure chest. It's yeah. a chest. Okay, but fine. The thing I guess. is, the the guns that he had. Yeah, he didn't need <laughs> pop guns. Listen, so I played with him for most of. I sat right next to him for most of day two. He sat next to Tortoise and Jack Sparrow. Yeah, we were just hanging out. But yeah. He had so much shit in his bag and he was Why just throwing it leave? on the table. He had like three different fans, which I understand. It gets really hot in that costume. Um, but then, I mean, yeah, he had these like two dramatic, but... very, very obvious toy guns that he threw, you know, on yeah. the table. And we all laughed. We're like, damn, we well, got the guns too. Like, and nobody even thought like, holy shit, this guy's bringing guns in here. Like it was like, they were obviously Clearly plastic yeah, toy guns. You can understand the policy. Right. I, I mean, yeah, the thing yeah. is, you don't need the gun. We know you're a pirate. Right. Without right. the right. costume right. sold itself it at this like point. He also had a fake sword. The, the fake they gonna sword, come after I for think, the fake is, sword? seems more appropriate to me yeah. than the guns. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's like, I guess pirates ha had guns. Mm -hmm. But we don't, I would, I would regardless, have a fake we know parrot, he's a pirate. To be honest. Yeah, a parrot would be great. And a yeah, shoulder you, parrot, yeah. yeah, you know? If you're going to go for it, it's, you know, like, we don't need the weapons. It's not like you see the costume. He said he's getting a monkey. Well, you get it. You're, well, he's not getting shit because he's not welcome back now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little extreme. It's a bit extreme. A little extreme yeah. to, uh, to ban him, him can't have so, for life. So here's the thing. This is what I understand about it. Uh, he was in the main event. They found out about the prop guns. They asked him to turn him in. He did. Uh, once he busted... Caesars then alerted him he, like he went to go get his guns or whatever and they alerted him that he had been trespassed so I'm guessing they're just following protocol 
Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, these big conglomerates don't make exceptions to the rules. Right. They just have black and white <laughs> hardcore protocol. Mm-hmm. If you breach it, they, they ban you. Now, the issue is that WSOP hired him. Right. As far as I understand, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they didn't hire him. Oh, he, according to him, this is coming straight from his That's mouth, the problem. It's coming right? from him. He said they hired him. He said they bought his way into the main event. That would make sense. Right? Wow. They said they bought, he said they hired him to do this. He, they said they have a whole slate of things they're going to do, like commercials with him, and with they him, him to and like Youth and to, to like bolster up, you know, the WSOP. Uh-huh. They bought his way into the main event. So it's like he was, according to him, he was heavily involved in the WSOP and right. marketing and everything yeah. for that. Right. So, um, so if, weird. if that's true, which it very well could be, um, and, you know, the report was that WSOP went to bat for him and said, like, you know, we don't want him 86 or whatever. But we have to remember that WSOP is, like, just a very tiny arm of Caesars Entertainment. Um, very small. So I don't know how much influence or control they actually have over this. I have a reasonable degree of confidence that this will be cleared up by next WSOP. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say reasonable, I mean, like, I think there's a 35% chance that by next WSOP, he's unbanned. Right. So I don't have a high degree of confidence, but I think that there's, you know, some probability that, that hope. he gets Sounds freed. Right. There's hope. Um, Read the pirate. The issue is that it's going to be a corporate mess, and there's going to be a ton of red tape that he's going to have to go through. But if he really was a hired prop actor by WSOP, that should bode well for him, right? Um, especially if they didn't inform him that he can't bring prop guns. Yeah. Right, because that's not necessarily just logical and intuitive. Like, sure, when we talk about it now, it's obvious. Like, you know, don't bring something that represents a weapon. Right, but it's not. It's like you have people. a costume of yeah. pirate and you see like the guns. You you're like, oh my god, now it's definitely a pirate. Right, you right, can't yeah. bring yeah. like fake guns to a school. Yeah, yeah. So it should be sort of the same. Uh, so yeah, I I just wanted to draw attention to it because uh, I don't know a ton. Um, there was an article written and published by Haley Hints, uh, that kind of details the the whole, I guess timeline of events yeah. uh, a little bit better than I may be outlining now, uh, outlining now, but, um, I didn't want this to just go away. Uh, I don't know who we can put pressure on because I don't think it's the WSOP here. Like, I think they're well aware of the issue. I think that they're probably trying to work the back channels as best they can to get this remedied because again, uh, they brought him there. But, uh, with that said, like, this is also one of those things where if we don't say anything about it, it just gets swept under the rug maybe. Yeah. And that 35% might drop to 10 or less. Justice for pirate. You know, Justice you know, I for asked pirate. Him, I asked him if he could guess who my, who my favorite baseball team was, and he said he had no idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, did. I don't know. I'm like, the All pirates. Right, maybe he deserved to be 86. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. Come on, that was a layup. Uh, I know. That like, was a layup. Just said it right up You probably had a end. fucking Buckos hat on. And he said, hey, what's my favorite baseball team? Uh, um, the Cubs. I want to... I, I wanna, <laughs> Talk about some good things. We're, we're going to get the compliment sandwich going for the main event right now. Okay. I, I've been working on this a little bit more, trying to trying to soften my delivery. I get told I'm a little too hard. Uh, Stay hard. Still Stay. 35 remaining in the main event right now. Uh, one female remains. So outside hope for her to final table and or win. Yeah. I believe she's 15 of 35. What's her name? I spent some time on this, okay? <laughs> I Googled it. I listened to the pronunciation. Over and over again, I apologize because I'm still going to butcher it for sure. But it's Ephthemia Litsau. 
as he leads to last woman standing in the main event. But of course, just like everyone else, you're playing for the $10 million top prize. Talk to me about your tournament so far. How have you experienced all of this? Um, yeah, I've never played a structure like this before, so it's it's all very new to me. Um, it, it's been quite nice because you can take your time, wait wait for good hands. So I, I love the structure. It's been it's been good. It's been hard, long days, but it's been nice. The title of last woman standing, does that mean much to you or are you only looking at the top prize? Um, I am a bit selfish. I mean, to be honest, I wish there wasn't such a title. I wish there were a lot more women playing. So hopefully that will happen in the future. Uh, so I don't, I don't relish on the title. So then we have you know, quite a lot of poker left to be played. Do you feel adrenaline? Are you starting to get tired? Or do you feel as though the game that you've been playing to lead up to this point is something you can sustain for a few more days? Um, I'm, I'm actually quite relaxed. Um, I has, it hasn't sunk in yet, so I haven't, I'm not feeling either way. To be honest, I'm just chilled. That's awesome. And what about the support from friends and family? Is everyone realizing the, the, the type of experience you're going through right now? Um, well, yeah, my, my, my friends and my, my, my husband unfortunately can't be here. One, one of my friends is actually flying over. They have. Um, my family back in Greece, not really. I haven't talked to them about it, so. It'll be, we'll hear it on the news. So I'm wondering though, how did you end up in the main event if your family doesn't even know? You came out here from Greece. Everybody's very curious about your story. Oh, okay, I live in New York. So I live in New York with my husband and my kids. Um, and I qualified through a satellite. Um, and that's why I'm here. But yeah, I haven't, my family back in Greece, I haven't really talked to them about it. It's going to be a fun phone call when you say, hey, hello, I want $10 million. Well, yeah. We'll get to that. See, I'm just excited for you. I want you to make the final table. No, you're excited. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to stay calm for now. Okay. I will. I will. I will cut it out with my excitement. Enjoy your dinner break. Thank you very much. Best of luck. Thank you. She's the team that, tortoise see, right there, huh? Just. I'm just gonna take mindset. my time and make good gonna, hands. Yeah. If I'm gonna pick someone, that's the that. She's so chill. She's, she's awesome. So centered. Yeah. She's more apathetic than I am right now. She's yeah, playing for. Yeah, it's intentional. For ten ten she knows what she's doing. She's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I love so, like, it. They deal like you ace that. king if you wait long enough. I like She's that. got tortoise vibes and Strategic I love it. Strategic genius for sure. Hmm? For sure. Yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> given her chip position and you know the strategy she's trying to employ barring a cooler, I think she's there at the final two tables. Yeah. She seems solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would buy that pony. Yes. I would, me I, would too. I would invest in that yeah. uh stake horse right there. It's crazy that she has that. Um, mentality and she satellited it. I know. Mm -hmm. Normally, when you satellite in, you're just like, oh, I'm looking for that $20,000 right. pay jump. They're like, right. I can't yeah. even believe I made this much. And then they just like spew it well, off. At some yeah. point, though, <laughs> at some point, you get over the arc or, or, or over the hump and it just becomes a proverbial free roll. Yeah. Where you're just like, I'm guaranteed 200000 That's more money than I ever thought I could yeah. ever earn in a poker tournament. Right. So it's like, all this, like, not the same number necessarily, but it, it's all, like, too big to, exactly, to even exactly. recognize what the hell yeah. is going right. on when, anymore. When the irony is the exact opposite should be happening because you're increasing your net worth, like, so rapidly, each pay jump is actually more important than the last yeah. because the amount of money that you're gambling for with each pay jump is more than you should be to tolerant to risk. Right. You know like, what I mean? You should be offloading a lot of that. In yeah, a theoretical. Yeah, like you should be selling. You should be selling like selling ten percent at ICM, at like every pay jump, yeah. until you get to the final table and you have like eight percent of yourself. If you're, yeah. uh, you know, responsible. I think it that's really wild. common too, right? Like people, once they make the final table, they'll sell. Yeah. Let's say they're third in chips, they'll start selling. It's for, not common, but there's a marketplace for it. I've seen uh, it on for online final tables and oh, stuff, really? like the big ones during, like on GG and stuff. I've heard about that happening. Okay. 
What were you going to say? Uh, I, I was just going to say last year, Derek they, um, I can't remember who did it. It was Walters. Oh yeah, Derek Walters. Uh, he created a marketplace for this where he put out ICM prices. Uh, I don't know if he did it exactly when they made the money or if they did, if he waited till like day four, day five. Uh, it was probably too much work, but it would have been fun to, it, it's fun to make games out of this because this is the thing we don't do enough of as a community. Uh, and honestly, I, I would love to find a way to spearhead this because I think that there's an opportunity to here create for like sure. a marketplace, kind of like who's going to final table. And get there odds. are so many fun marketplaces like that can be created ones, out of the main yeah. event. Exactly. And so many people bust and still want to sweat. Right. Like it's like yeah. effective. You could create your own props basically. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and not even necessarily, um, in the, in the traditional form of props. Like when we think about football, like coin toss and, right. and stuff like that, but more so like, uh, investment models almost where you're trying to create a fair exchange between betting on those that are still in uh, versus laying a proper price to where uh, you know, you're, you're not taking on so much, uh, so much risk one way or the other that the market can't get filled. We can call it poker props. Hmm. We could call it poker props. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the legality of all this. Is the only problem. It's I don't probably either. difficult. Just you, do it on crypto. Yeah. <laughs> well, like even even the, the main event, <laughs> even the main event, even the main event fantasy thing that we ran. Um, you know, I don't I don't know the legality of all that. I, I mean, just know we I think if you just, if you, we didn't if take a cut, so right, I assume if you don't it's no take big a cut, deal. then yeah. I think it's always fine. Yeah, um, but there's no incentive to it's run so. something at scale if you're not taking a cut of some right, sort. Right, of course. Once you do that, then it, it's dicey. Yeah, of course. Uh, okay. Now, I want to talk about something okay. that is a lot more important. I actually missed this part of the coverage. I scrubbed through a bunch trying to find it, and I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, but thankfully, um, Norman Chad tweeted it. Uh, I'm not really sure what prompted all of this. Uh, I, I don't know, know I if it was... It, what he said. Wait, what? Did you see what he said? You didn't see it? I did. Uh, so I, I have the written copy of it, oh, okay. but I didn't actually see it in the coverage. Did you see it in the coverage? No. Okay, yeah, I couldn't find it. Bill Gaffon, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know what prompted this. Like, did Gelfon write a statement that he then sent to Norm to read? Uh, I, I guess I'm a little bit confused on how the logistics of all this came to be. But in any event, basically, Gelfon went public via Norman Chad <laughs> and uh, released a statement regarding the cheating in the industry and said, um, regarding Ali, Jake Schindler cheating allegations, my understanding is that the evidence that Jake and Ali cheated is overwhelming and my stance is that this type of cheating they engaged in is so different than theft, or is no different than theft. Um, they've stolen millions of dollars from their peers and the, from recreationals. I think it's important to point out that the casual fan, that while public accusations of cheating are unfortunately all too common, the majority are unproven and many turn out to be untrue. And some that relate to minor offenses or gray areas get way too much attention. This particular scandal is especially deserving of attention and consequences. I think they shouldn't be competing at the WSOP at a minimum for 10 years. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I've said many times, I think it should be a lifetime ban. Same. I, I think that everybody should get the death penalty, uh, especially to the level of, of cheating that took place with this ring. Like we've, we've tried to convey to the public how bad this is, but there's still a lot of details that we hear in passing through reputable sources that I can't necessarily pass along. But it's so much worse, right? Like everything that we've said uh, has happened, has happened and then some, yeah. right? It's just like anything that you can imagine that is deriving an unfair edge, they're taking part in. Um, 
Uh, just to finish the statement, he says, I don't take, I don't say this lightly. This type of cheating that warrants a ban like this must be a clear high threshold and does the level of certainty that she, uh, as does the level of certainty that the cheating took place. So, you know, basically Phil is throwing all of his weight behind this council uh, of peers, which I was surprised he wasn't on. Uh, I think he's always seen as the arbiter of truth in this industry. Yeah, people um, got to feel for a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whether it's arbitering, uh, being the arbiter of of prop bets or whatever, like he's very fair. I yeah. think Mike McDonald would have been a good choice as well. Um, yeah. He's he he strikes me as somebody who's very fair, logical, and lacks empathy. Yeah. So I think those people are very necessary. He just kind of sees the situation for what it is and then says what the answer is. Yeah, I, mean, maybe I think, I think people until, like that are necessary. Maybe wait till the main event when the most eyes would be on. In the same token, I think yeah. these guys don't want that responsibility. Maybe it is a lot, and maybe at scale, like you. Become... Well, we can compensate as a community in some in some capacity, somewhere yeah. down the line. Sure, but also at scale, like you be, you could become a target for a lot of these. You know, yeah. Let's say it's like a huge mob ring that gets yeah. busted. Right. Right. Do you want to be at odds with the mob? Like, yeah. That's no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, there, there's obviously a lot of incentive for shady behavior, and there's certain sub cultures in this world that are more prone to shady behavior than others so yeah i think your point's valid you know uh organized crime getting involved is certainly not out of the question uh and nobody really wants to be the mouthpiece fighting out against them unless you know they're your your legal entity um but yeah i mean uh, i wanted to draw attention to this because a when phil speaks we should listen uh i think that that's clear and i think the community tends to uh adhere to that um but b I think that there are a lot of people trying to dampen the messaging of how bad this is. Um, I saw Lynn retweet somebody yesterday. Uh, the tweet ended up getting deleted. Uh, his name's Manny. He's like a, a local cash grinder. And basically, he just tried to like kind of poo-poo everything. It was a weird message. He's like, uh, I'm going to leave Twitter with this message, and I'm not afraid of burning any bridges. And then he just didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, but it was basically just like criticizing the community for being... Um, forward-facing and out uh, uh like outbursting over all of these scandals uh saying like you know uh we're calling attention to this for clicks and that uh you know uh, a lot of us shouldn't speak because we're not actually in that arena and uh other things along the lines of uh it's it's nowhere near as bad as it's being portrayed uh, I never hear high stakes regs talking out about cheating because like it, it just doesn't really happen, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I, I think the actual pushback there is like, all of that's just fundamentally wrong. Like we are in the arena and we are in the arena adjacent too. It's like, I've grown up in this game with every single person who is anywhere remotely close to my age in the high roller scene. And they're, you know, dealing with this day in and day out. Like, uh, you know, guys like Jason Kuhn and I speak all the time. He's right on the front lines of all this, but he can't be a mouthpiece for it. So it's like, you know, you, you, you create, you create messaging channels that alert the public and allow them to be more informed. Um, I also think that it's really critical to not downplay what's taking place here. Right. I, I, it's easy to point back to like the Fedor Cruz thing when he got busted for RTA and say like, well, nothing came of it. And publicly that's true. And that's a failing on our behalf as a community because it is adhering to like what was being suggested of it's not that rampant. Uh, if you talk about it, it's only for attention and clicks and you don't even play in those games. So like what, what's, what business is of yours? And it's like, well, uh, the problem is when we let those stories 
fall by the wayside, it allows a whole new population of cheaters to enter the, the scene and do so like uh, anonymously and more efficiently than the previous collection. Mm. It's like Fedor Cruz doesn't get caught if his roommate doesn't dime him out. Yeah, right? of course not. Ali and, right. Ali and Jake are, are still flying under the radar if he doesn't go so far as to rubberneck Paul Fua, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Something was going to let this come out. But we needed something that wasn't going to be liable, right? So him rubbernecking and looking at Paul Fua's cards was more than enough for Foxen to finally break the silence. And nobody talks about this enough. Foxen deserves so much fucking credit right. for being the guy who says... I'm tired of this. Like, it's I'm hard to going, be the first. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's important because he empowered people who have platforms, like Chance, myself, Gelfon in this instance, to come out and say, like, yes, 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 finally. We've all known about this. We've all been talking about this since 2019, right? When the pandemic hit, we knew that this was rampant amongst at least a small collection of people and that they were taking a lot of money. Like... Everyone wants to downplay this as low as they were winning like hundreds of thousands in EV. Like, no, that's not it at all. It was millions of dollars for sure. And yes, they're very talented players and that's what makes it worse, right? It's like if the, if the uh, optics of what we're selling to the community are uh, being good isn't enough. You have to be the best in the game and the most cunning, and the most uh, deceptive, right? Like, you have to be willing to fight for every single unfair dollar. It's like, that's not a community that I want to be a part of. Right. And that shouldn't be one that young up-and-comers are aspiring to. Because it's, it's a death sentence, right? Uh, my hopes are that, like, this council listens to Phil. And that 10 years is somewhere along the minimum requirement. Because I say, you know, give them the death penalty. But 10 years in poker might be the death penalty. Right? If they have no incentive whatsoever to, to study or to get better over the next decade, they're not going to be in poker 10 yeah. years from now. Right. Yeah. And it sets a really loud precedent for anybody moving forward that is potentially that big of a cheater. Yeah. It's not just them. That, it's not- that death penalty needs to be unanimous too. And it's so hard with you know, the, right. the sites that aren't regulated yeah. that can just be like, well... You know, they just make a screen name and have a Bitcoin account. Fine, but like at some point, we as a community have to stop being their patrons. Agreed. Right? You just have Agreed. to have safer options. And, and you just live with it. Yes. Um, they're also not the only ones, right? Like this Fedor Cruz thing is going to resurface. We know that he was guilty. Like all the proof was out. Like more actual tangible proof than we have on, on Ali and Jake. Because Ali and Jake, you know, we're trusting the due diligence of GG, of, of ACR, and all these other sites that have banned him. With Fedor, we actually have physical evidence, right? Uh, and then finally, uh, you know, we're all familiar with Squid, who was RTAing like heads up and and just one of the most egregious cheaters. He fell off the fa- not not Sam Grafton, uh, for what to be clear, you know his name. I don't yeah. know his name. What is his it? name? Well, John uh, Zhuang Ron. Yeah, yeah, him. Uh, he beat Dan <laughs> Smith heads up in a John Squid in a high roller in Florida. Yeah, yeah. where. Initially, they chopped, and then he realized it was a bad chop, and well, they didn't chop. Well, he just kind of made a mistake, because like, Dan said he would only chop, because I think Squid had a 2-1 to one chip lead, or like 1.5-1, to one, and uh, he asked to chop, and he was like, okay, sure, and he thought it was like just chip chop, mm-hmm. but Dan meant even chop, mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh, you didn't mean like chip chop, and he was like, no, I wanted to even chop the money, and he goes, oh, never mind, we're playing then, so yeah. then they ended up playing. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, not a lot has come to light about, I, I think, the the methods through which he's cheated. But mm-hmm. uh, again, he was another character that when all of this broke, he was the first name that everybody was talking about because he's kind of like low-key. Uh, yeah. He was the one who, in a Discord group, messaged... Uh, I wish I could find the screenshot. I'll look for it. Maybe I'll, I'll find it for the next podcast. But uh, he has a message in a Discord group where he said, like, something to the effect of, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, basically... Uh, he said, you know, if you're born in the United States with an inherent advantage, should you penalize yourself for being born with advantages? And uh, the implication was that, or um, basically, if I have the availability to have this unsavory edge through RTA, and I'm smart enough to create it and to utilize it, don't I have every right to? Yeah, right? It's a, it's like, it's a, not my fault yeah. that you're, you guys as a collective pool aren't willing to take this edge yeah. um which is a really a down scary bad take. Yeah, yeah it's a very it's a very scary take whenever you're in a community that is meant to be zero sum yeah not negative sum yeah yeah um but yeah I, I thought it was great of norman to shine a light on this on air uh i think that i i don't think we've talked about this enough um especially in in conjunction with the the poker news stuff uh, who, by the way, kudos to them. They have been doing a very diligent job. I, I don't know that I or this podcast had anything to do with it. Maybe it was their intention all along. But when these guys busted, they did very quickly link mm-hmm. their articles of the scandals. Right. Uh, they, they were very clear in their messaging that like, hey, know that this guy is a bad dude in the community. Right. So kudos to them for that. Uh, I don't think we speak enough about how great the Poker Go production has been about letting their commentators speak freely on these on these things. Ali, Shulman, Norman Chad, they have all been very vocal in saying like, look, the game needs to be cleaned up. We know that these guys are bad actors. We understand what they've done and we understand uh, to a degree how they've been punished thus far. Let's all follow suit, get them blackballed and move forward. And that messaging has been abundantly clear to the community at large, which is really fucking important if they're going to get camera time. So I, I think that like Norman specifically deserves a lot of praise. Uh, I know that he gets a lot of heat for some of his takes. He's what you need to understand about Norman. He's very unwavering in his morals and his ethics. And that's incredibly commendable. If you don't like his takes where he's rooting them in uh, his ethic beliefs uh, or, or his morality, fine, don't like it. We've had plenty of disagreements where he thinks one thing ethically and I think he's being too stringent. And that's okay. We can disagree on those things and still be friends. We can still have a meaningful conversation. Uh, he should never be condemned for that. If he doesn't like what Barstool stands for and wants to speak out against that, let him. Right. If he doesn't like the fact that we are still allowing cheats to compete at the highest levels and the biggest buy-ins for the largest prize pools, let him speak out. And I think PokerGo has done a fantastic job of giving him that stage and giving him that platform and not muting him, right? So we are taking steps in the right direction in all capacities in this game. And I think that, like, for God's sakes, we need to do a better job of propping up people that are willing to fight like this. I never have a good transition out. Yes, go Norman. (laughs) Never have a good transition out. On a lighter note, which... I fucking I both I both love and hate this guy at the same time. 
so Kenny Tran is just like <laughs> <laughs> Kenny. Hey, pull up a Kenny Tran video for us. For Kenny Tran. Big call, Kenny Tran. Big call, Kenny Tran. Uh, he is someone who's been in the high stakes community for quite some time, fifteen years maybe. First time I met him, he big timed the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> as as much as you could humanly imagine, he came and sat ten twenty forty with probably us. Probably a nobody back then. Uh, yeah, it was like right around when I started playing uh, nosebleeds. Um, but he came and sat like ten twenty forty, bought him for like a hundred thousand, and then demanded that the table paid his time because we should be so thankful to be playing with Big Call Kenny. Ch- now this guy's a motherfucking nit. Oh my like, god. That hundred thousand already had dust on it wow. when he sat down. Can you call this? I mean, he is the dustiest of dust oh, when it comes to how tight he plays. I, I would fold. I call. He called him. It's a good call. World class call. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the greatest call in poker. That's got to be the greatest. It's an all timer. How did I call? I don't know how he made that call. <laughs> how did I call that? Oh my god. Am I the best? <laughs> say it. A minute. Say it. Say it. That is one of the top 250 calls. I love him though. I do not love that. I love it. The problem is, the problem is, it's such a fucking dog and pony show. Like he's that way because it's the only thing that gets him any fucking action. Because he's tighter than Kessler's asshole. It's, oh my god! It's incredible. Like, the, and as he's aged, he's only gotten fucking tighter. Yep. He raised Ace Jack off the button yesterday. And the small blind jam for like 18. And he, without hesitation, just threw it right in the muck. Just right in the muck. Like uh, the, the biggest auto call in the world. Like there are old man coffees going, what? What are you doing? <laughs> it's the button, bro. <laughs> and he just like has no hesitation to fold. So it's like, uh, I love his shtick. Every time Mermelstein was all in yesterday, he's just like openly anti-sweating him. Like he has two pair versus like a flush draw. He's just like... Uh, let's root for a black card, baby. Because, like, uh, the, the ace could, like, give him a full house. Yeah. The black ace could give him a full house, but everything else is just a flush. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a black card on the river. A black card on the river. The club comes off and goes, oh, that's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, he's been that character, but he's also an edge seeker. I would say mainly in savory ways. I don't know, like, I've heard too much bad stuff about him. Shulman hit a one-liner, though, that was so pure uh, on stream yesterday. Um... I think it was Lococo uh, accidentally like scattered his chips. His, his hand like came across his chips and like they, they flew by and he just goes, I wouldn't leave those loose chips around Kenny Tran. <laughs> 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 and it's like, man, uh, I've been enjoying the coverage so much. Uh, Jamie, Norm and Lon, they, they bring a, a certain wholesome brand to the, to the early. And but then man, the late night. <laughs> the late night show is so fucking so good, funny. man. I, I, I can't, I'll talk about it every day. Yeah. Every day I'll talk about uh, it. They, Ali is just a fucking maniacal genius. Yes. Yeah, His sole way. goal is to just make Shulman get to the brink of wanting to murder him. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of murder, he was on a tangent last night about how Nick from New York knows who killed Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> let it go Najad let it go and he goes it still hurts Nick I haven't forgot you have information you know the, the statute of limitation might be up we can get you protection he's just like enough enough Najad <laughs> like, they're just running I, I'm at the table playing with you know three tables left in this 2500 and I'm in tears 
Everybody's like, what's the matter with you? I'm like, I'm watching the fucking coverage. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I mean, nobody feels dead air better than these two. And it's, they're doing it in such a genuine way where the, I, I don't think Najad cares that it's going to hurt their friendship long term. <laughs> he just does not care. Yeah, some sacrifices need to be made for the people. Bro, yeah. and, and like, and Shulman's, Shulman's getting to the point where he's not like cutting, cutting any corners. He's not uh, holding back any punches anymore. Um, uh, what the fuck was Najad talking about? He was saying something. Oh, he was uh, constantly talking about Kim being an ice hockey player. And Shulman just goes, what? What is your deal with this ice hockey uh, thing, man? Like, uh, is it perhaps because he's Asian? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Najad just goes, dead quiet. <laughs> just doesn't say a word. What you and saying? Shulman's like, we've rendered him speechless, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to do. It's hard to make all these speeches. And they navigate this so well where it's like, obviously, he's not being racist. You know, like, stereotypes exist, whatever. Uh, and, and it's this fine, fragile line of, like, being canceled versus being funny. And the Jean just kind of, like, comes back in. And he's just like, perhaps I'm guilty of a little stereotyping from here to there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... What a fine balance they have going on. I, I mean, it's, it's honestly been such a pleasure to watch. I, I don't know that I care that much about the main event. I mean, I do, right? It, it's, it's the biggest spectacle for our sport, and we have to care and watch the coverage. Mm. But I'm locked. I'm locked in, and it's less about who's doing what, right? Because it's, it's like watching the Super Bowl when your team's not in it. You don't care about the outcome. You're there for the show. Mm -hmm. I'm here for the show. Yes. They're doing, they're doing a number. <clears throat> Okay, I, this is my bad, but I forgot to say it. Ali promised me that he would come on the show. Oh, he wants to come on the show. He, Don't be yeah. mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> he said, just give me a time and I'll be there. Uh, so. nobody, nobody wants the freedom to an open mic right now <laughs> more than him. We're, we'll just let him be as unhinged as humanly possible. Oh, here. he's fantastic. I, I, honestly, I, for her own sake, we might have to have you that one out. <laughs> no comment on it. She just smiles. Yeah, oh, man. Melissa's a firecracker. No, no huh? honestly, like I, I, I think the exact opposite. Like yeah, I think yeah, no, no. her being here would just devolve the banter into a perfect shit story. I think Ali and no Melissa would be the most hilarious confrontation ever. Yeah. I, I, I uh, Have you met Ali before? Um, just for a second. Okay. Yeah. The 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 beauty of it is that I think. Despite his crassness and uh, the way that he, he funnels these conversations into almost personal attacks on Nick, <laughs> I actually think he's like really prude when it comes to poop humor and stuff like that. Mm, really? And I think that like you'll actually make him squirm. Oh, I would love to do that. Which That's my favorite. I don't know what it is about me that I love to get that reaction out of people. You like to make people uncomfortable? I love to make people grossed out and uncomfortable. Yeah, it's... Well, it's funny. Why, it's really funny. Yeah, it's fun. Is it? It's it's little boy humor. Is yeah. it? I mean, you weren't like that when you were ten. It makes me no. laugh so much. Like nothing to me is funnier than making someone viscerally disgusted. <laughs> to I me, get, it's so funny. I'm with you. I'm I'm you, so with you. You guys are both uh, vile. Uncle Dan is with you. Mm -hmm. That's his humor to the fullest. Yeah. He loves it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question to the group, and we'll go around the room one by one, oh, ending no. on Melissa. Have you ever? Had a group chat. I know what you're you, gonna say. Where you exchange pictures of your poop. poop. I knew you were gonna say that. I 
You guys start. No. <laughs> Literally never. Brian? No, I have not. Landon. Bro. No. M Melissa? Multiple. <laughs> As have I. My friend used to send us. Stop it. Okay, whatever. Don't do this. He used to send us videos of his poop, but he would he would set, put it in reverse. I hate you. So it would look like it was coming out of the Wait, toilet. He would flush it and then he would put it the video oh. in reverse. I thought he and was then send it. Camera here. Oh, no, 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 not coming out. No, 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 no. No, that would be funny. No, it's not funny, it's cringe. Okay, uh, we don't want to talk. You and me, let's yeah. have a conversation yeah. here. Uh what what were the what was the overarching rules of this group? Because like they you can't just like send abnormal. any shit. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Abnormal. Wait, was like, the was the group was the chat specifically created no, no, for no, this no, reason? No, no, oh, okay. We just you would randomly like when I was in boarding school, I used to send these to my roommates in boarding school, and like my roommate was uh, Indian, and she said that they called in Punjab they called long poop. Lindy's. <laughs> so I would, whenever I had a Lindy, I would, <laughs> I would send her and I would say, Lindy. Can we not do this? <laughs> like, no, we, no, no, but here's the thing. Like, this is I understand because like, there have been times where I would look down and I was like, hey, you're proud of I me. should really take a picture yeah. of that. And exactly. Then like, and then I pull my phone out, right? I, I swipe <laughs> no. over to, to, to the picture and I go, I'm a 40 year old man. <laughs> Going back to this group, would you say that there's always one person in the group who is utterly disgusted yes. by this behavior? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's We've always had the same one, experience. and then there's like you, they actually both were groups of three, where one was like definitely never gonna send his poop. One was like the main poop sender, mm -hmm. was always sending them, and he would call them Coke cans. Sure. They, they, were, <laughs> they were like really wide. And this then, is one of the best South Park episodes. Yeah, and so. then like. The I was the the sender in the girl group. But right. Okay. I, I can't yeah. take so this. I can't. When I when, <laughs> can't breathe. When I was with Dan, too. it was me, him, Tyler, Craig, and Andy. Well, that's a group. And oh, Andy, Andy obviously was Andy the was one obviously who couldn't, the, couldn't stand it. <laughs> but but he couldn't leave the group. No. He could not leave the group. He had to be the mom of the group right. instead of just leaving the group. So it was it was it was a one-upsmanship, <laughs> where I mean our goal, our goal initially was to get. Poop that made it out, breached the water. That was like the minimum <laughs> barrier, right? If if it's breaching the water, this is a photo worthy. Hold it in for three days. This like, is, I'm gonna yeah, really work this one up. Oh, it was such really... a good podcast, and it's just evolved. Just so taking. I mean, we're taking like five pills me. to make sure I that this it. happens. You know, um, but the 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 sole goal was to eventually have a Randy Marsh shit like that, where it actually comes up over the lid. Like that was the one you really wanted to get in there. That but you had some like Susie cues along the way, you know, that looked like the Dairy Queen ice cream where they have the little curly cue at the top. Oh my god. Those we ones stop? were nice. Can we just stop? Uh can we just stop? <laughs> I've had, I'm I'm vetoing this. Just mute the mics. It's fine. Oh, I'm man. just saying, like, I get you. Dude, yeah. you're forty. I to be fair, I, I haven't, don't care. It's I so haven't funny. sent a picture of my poop since like probably high school same I, it, it was same. yeah this was like same. 2015 actually that's i've sent it to people i was dating that's that's okay you lost me there no i wouldn't God, do, I, I've, I've changed my ways no, i'm not gonna do that anymore good i'm not gonna do that the thing is i've seen i've seen multiple multiple pictures of berkey's poop it's just, you know, it gets passed around. Eventually, you see. It. Right. That's when you know right. you had a good one. Yeah. It gets no, but the passed thing is, around. That, right. And this is where I'm just like, 
I've beat that multiple times. And I'm like, come I, on. I, just, I was like, I could. And I was just like, I can't bring myself to like yeah. engage in this, yeah. in this shit. I can't engage in this you shit. Brian, <laughs> Brian, do not become one of them. I, I won't. I won't. See? Don't. See, he's going to make me do it. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to make right. you do anything. He's just instigating. And this is how they get you. This is pressure. I know. Say no to peer pressure. I'll stay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay remain. Stay gold, in a, Brian. I will remain an adult. Let the tortoise live. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. I have no, a little fun. The next person I date, like, I will not poop around them. I won't. I'll try not to fart around them. Like, <laughs> try not to. I'm going to be like a lady. But that's only for the first beginning. Then No, I'll try to keep. Like, I was talking to my sister in law, and he doesn't fart or poop around my brother. And they're like awesome. How long have they been together? They've been married over 20 years. Whoa. Okay, that's weird. That's Is a it? long time. Not weird, but that's... You, you, so He's you get, like, I don't want to know You've been together with for 20 poops. years and you're going to go into the other room to fart? Yeah, she, I asked her that. And I was like, you don't... Like, what if you just have to fart? It's and she said, fart. if I have tummy issues, it's then I'll, I'll just... Maybe it slips out, but it's, mostly no. It's just Is there, Do we literally have anything better to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, Please. Espen's fifth in chips in the name, man. Fucking anything, man. Anything. Do you Give think me Espen anything. sends pictures of his shit around no, the Overbed not. Express definitely crew? Not. I'll take the under. Definitely not. Nobody in the yeah. Overbed Express crew. Somebody in the Overbed Express crew is sending somebody shit Somebody sends pics. shit, but For it's sure. not Espen. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a little bit too classy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. He has I don't that think clean it's Henry cut. either. Wait, what? I don't think it's Henry either. No, both of them very too. They're, they're way too clean cut. Yeah. Someone in that group, though. Who's the shit sender? <laughs> who's the sh I need to know. Overback Express, hit us up. Let us know who's sending poop pics. Is that what you want? In your I group chat. Don't. <laughs> All the super chat went away, didn't it? I don't know. Yes, yeah, everyone stopped left. No, we got one. We got no, one. Stop. See? Yeah. Wombat well, Billy says, appreciate the content over the World Series. Keep it rolling. Good luck, Berkey. Get that bracelet. Thank you, series. sir. Wait, okay. There's not a single super chat. No super. No. Lee BP, question. How do all the lawyers learn to handle mountains of chips with no extensive live experience? Yeah. Uh, these are old, but that's fine. Took me uh, a long time to learn. Wait, why would Nightbot delete that? I don't understand. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, no, the super chat's still here. Since we started talking about poop, the super chat's still here. They're living. They're 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 here for. They hate they're us. They're here for the shits. They hate they're us. They're here for the shits. <laughs> they're with Literally. the shits. Yeah. Shout out to Charles Hoyer. He says, "I think about shut the fuck up, Ollie, all the time." Uh, that is the, the greatest It's such a good line. Fuck up, Ollie. It's so pure. It was so like, funny. he meant all of that. That that he, might be yeah. my new uh, annual World Series prep thing, of just like, hey guys, just a reminder: the main events around the corner, and just put that clip up you of like meditation. You should try meditation, Nick. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Ollie. <laughs> So That's it's kind of, so quiet, but you know so powerful. Yeah. It's great He's because really it's like a, the difference of like it. when you look at some friends of yours where like they'll have a good summer or a good series and they'll be like, I'm meditating every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing all everything I can to play a great tournament summer. And it's like, bro, you've just won all ins for six fucking weeks. That's all you've done. <laughs> Your meditation hasn't helped you. Oh, Landon. Like, that's Welcome. what you've done. And that's okay. So shut the fuck up about it. Your meditation is not what makes you win or lose. <laughs> what if happened, you win buddy? All, can we think what happened this summer? You expect yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we please just suppose his beginning of the summer till now? He's finally become Dan O'Brien. No, <laughs> no, I'm fine. But the people that say that they're not fine and are just like, oh, I meditate all the time i do everything that i can it's like sure you can do everything you can but that's not the reason why you win or you don't that's just it yeah 
Is and that's the okay. Sim, like, is the sim the reason why you win and you don't? Landon, it's the butterfly effect. It's acceptance. It is the butterfly it's, effect. It's the meditation that changes everything. But what if everyone else is doing stuff too? But what if not. everybody meditates? You just gotta they're meditate not. harder, they're man. They're not. That's, oh, that's so, the people, so it's, it's a war of the people that meditate versus Correct. the non-meditators. They meditate for an hour, you meditate for two hours. Yeah, they exactly. meditate for a day, you meditate for a week. But if you yeah. meditate for a week, how can you play the tournament? Huh? You do it before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you start in January. What if they started last year? Well, then you gotta you gotta you go back in time. Game, <laughs> sometimes like you need a fucking time, time machine. Uh, you just lose, and it's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, you you try to out meditate the other people. Hey, you try to out meditate. Yeah. Why are you not meditating now for next no, year? No, but yeah, honestly, like when it comes to call it series, as at a glance for me, from like the start to now, um, I've done really well, and I'm really like happy with my series not from like a result standpoint more so like i wanted to keep my routine the same from the start until now and i have like i've gone to the gym five times a week i've like kept the same sort of routine diet all that stuff and i feel good about it because that's what i wanted to do over the summer and i did it i didn't be like oh i don't want to go to the gym i don't want to do anything copium you're the reason why i get mad interrupt this copium to introduce a name that Corey has suggested malden tice you're you're everything that i hate you're everything that i hate you've become everything that i am no Yes, you yeah. have. You just there's ended no here. The issue, the difference between you and I is there's no coping here. No, the difference between you and I is that you ended here and I just started there. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the gym every fucking day. I kept my mouth shut. I showed up to every event and I quietly lost my money. And now, here we are at the end. God, God willing, I'll recoup some of it today, please. We need to save the house, man. Uh, the, the super chat's on point. So, Andrew Noveski says, uh, $10 super chat. He said, for Brian's 12th rail beer tonight, as Berkey takes down bracelet number one, we'll see Berkey in a few, full suit again for the final table run, like super high rollable. No, that's not going to happen. Nope. Uh, but he he did buy you a six pack. So. Oh, wow. Well, thank oh, you, sir. Sixer. Thanks. Come, uh, to, uh, come to bellies. Well, I'm going to be throwing a party. It's only, it's but, only one But Frankie J hit, hit the one liner. He said, Tell Melissa a woman had to use a wheelchair after holding her farts in around her boyfriend. Okay, so well, I know if I hold my farts in all day, they come out when I'm sleeping. And, <laughs> so it's like. So the person I'm going to be with is going to hear them anyway, but at least if it's uh, I'm sleeping, I can pretend it's ten times worse. You, you, you involuntary Dutch oven, your significant... No, no, yeah. he doesn't, she doesn't pull the blanket over his head. Well, she's no. good. Well, yeah. You keep the, you, if you keep well, it under the blanket, alone, you never smell it. When I'm alone, I'm just like, I Gassy. let it happen. So then when I'm like half asleep or sleeping, I guess I just... You know, return to that. Yeah. Like, just. Let it All right, out. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this on <clears throat> on a story. Uh, we'll eliminate names what to keep the story to keep the innocent be? innocent. Uh, <laughs> this better not be a. I was story. I was seeing a girl, and uh, she spent the night, and the next day, uh, everything was fine. Um, she left. We were texting, chatting, whatever, and we went a couple of days without seeing each other, and she texts me and she goes. Okay, like, let's just talk about it. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I know you heard me fart in my sleep last night. <laughs> and I go, or not last night, but a this few nights ago or whatever. I go, I go, what are you talking about? She goes, it woke me up. I know you heard it, and I know you're not talking to me because of it. And I go, no, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She goes, it was so bad, I woke up from a dead sleep. <laughs> I was just like, I'm positive that he heard this, and that it's all over, because, yeah. like, we had just started seeing each other or whatever. This has like, happened to me, for, no. for sure, yeah. No. Yeah, I've woken I myself up farting, and then, like, I was just like, oh my god, he heard that. 
I can't even see in the a beginning, guy, no. like being over this. a girl because they fart. I can't. No, see of course not. Of but course it's not. So embarrassing. But, but also, like, you don't want to fart around. Do you know how hard it is to wake another person up? Like, I've woken up from other people's farts. People, uh, man, I don't think I fart in my sleep. You definitely. Yeah. Fart in your Everyone what are you farts talking in their about? Everybody farts in their sleep. Yeah, Shut your mouth. I'm sure I have farted yeah. in my sleep. I just don't think it's like common practice. I bet you fart every single night in your sleep. Mm -hmm. I would take that bet. I would definitely take that. Is it like you eat eight spiders a year or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drink way too much protein for you to not fart in yeah. your sleep. I fart a lot during the day. Maybe this, then, this maybe just you become don't. very unbecoming. I was fine. I was totally fine talking about sending pictures of my shit, but saying I, I fart, fart out loud. I fart. Can't that, that's that's right. Right. Yeah, that's Can we end line. the show? Everybody farts. Everybody poops. I get it. We just don't have to see it or witness it. Or be a, we do have to see it if we're in your chat group. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, there's some. He did propose of. it to our group chat. No, he didn't. I would never. Here's the thing. You did propose it, and then and then everyone said no. I did propose it, and the irony is, I would never, ever, ever send. Uh, shit pick to mixed company really? or, or never to a woman wow. but I know that you are more disgusting than me yeah. and I was like if anybody's going to upvote this it's 100% going to be Melissa I know I, I kind of was just like well all I wanted was Conrad to get on board because I knew Landon would be the one who was cringed Right, and then we would have our There's three to one too monopoly. Many I would just people leave. Who would be cringe? I would leave the group. It. No, you would bring you back. We'd, they they bring you back. Why are you so ashamed of, and uh, scared of poop? There's no shame. There was no point. What's the point? Why are you so afraid of it? There's no fear. There's no point. It's pointless. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The Pooping next time that pointless? I have one, no, sending your shit pics to your friends is pointless. It's a, can it, a form of. I'm not right. going to be. I the think form the point is to get this exact reaction yes, exactly, out of you. Yes, exactly. 100%. That's what I'm saying. I like you. <laughs> the, the reason why you do it is because someone in the group becomes a form of entertainment, and yes. I will not be your form of the, entertainment. The next time I have one that breaches the water, like like Nessie, uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like get Nessie. <laughs> I'm gonna get googly eyes and I'm gonna put it on there. Oh my god. Um, no, you here's can't, the thing, you can't start decorating. You can't start decorating. You, you're making it worse. I'm googly eyes on there no. and, and a little tongue like it's you messy didn't even reaching out of the water. You say that you'll put it in the photo. You're literally gonna physically place. I don't know. Maybe it's Photoshop. Maybe it actually happened. We'll never know. My, bro <laughs> my brother told me he used. <laughs> this may be too much, but he, he told me he used to use a spatula. No. All right! Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Sorry, Paul. Thank you guys so much. I have a tournament to go win. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you for all the super chats. Please like, comment, subscribe. Leave. Uh, leave we have. By the way, we have over a thousand viewers right now. Yeah. They are here for the shit. Do not leave. Do not leave a shit pic no. in the comments. Our retention. Our retention is at its absolute Damn. peak as we're so. Shit talking. Do you land in pictures of your poop and, and I'll send you $10 okay, on Venmo. So I've been trying to get this in. Here's the thing. You're if broke. you send that photo, okay, yeah. with the Google eyes, that's not even going to be the nastiest picture that's been sent in that group chat. No, it's not. Melissa no, sent Melissa those. sends the absolute worst stuff. Yes. Oh. Unfortunately, I've seen dick pics of people in the community. So many. Yes. I've seen a guy, a guy drop trowel and have his fucking thing just go all the way down to his knee. Like, well, she photoshops. Like, <laughs> yeah, she puts googly eyes googly on Googly eyes on huge, massive dicks. And I'll, I'll just be like out on a train. You know, I'm traveling. I'll be out on a train or something. I <laughs> yeah, remember opening. You can't open the group chat in public. Fuck? Yeah, you yeah. can't open it in public. It's you have to be so very brutal. careful where you open the group chat at. And I, remember, <laughs> I remember typing, fuck you, Melissa. And she just writes, raffle. <laughs> I was like, God. <laughs>
damn it. Oh, man. We'll be back tomorrow uh, at noon, hopefully celebrating a big victory. Please like, comment, subscribe, as I mentioned before. Leave, leave some... Uh, Leave some comments below. Let us know who your pick-to-click is left in the main event. Are you rooting for Big Call Kenny Tran? Big shout-out to my man Espen from Overbed Express. That's who I'm pulling for right now. And, hey, if nothing else, just leave a poop emoji. Let no. us see your shit, you know? No. What? Figuratively speaking. Don't do it. Emoji. Speaking. Emoji. Let us Don't know. Thank you, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, and we're out. Good luck, Berkey!